0: We're live, Scobo. Episode thirty-seven, Michigan Bros. Grow Show. Well, there you go. He just took it from we're you, here folks. with the panel. Sorry for the first <laughs> time. I was waiting for you, but I, you decided. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. Red doesn't have power. Look at him. He looks like he's telling us a spooky story. Um, the panel What's going on here. Abolish is in a rave. Spartan is watching tool, and Eagle turned his camera off. <laughs> the Eagles turned it back on, smiling. Welcome to the show, guys. We're happy to be here, help distract you from the news maybe a little bit. And uh, yeah, we're doing it. Let's go around the horn. Abolish and Missy, you
1: guys can be first. Uh, Farms, you find me basically on all the social medias. Uh, Sorry, I've been out the last couple of weeks. Missed you guys. How's everyone doing tonight? Nice to see Uh, everybody. Excited to
2: be here, like you said, uh, been uh, sick and hunkering down and kind of thing but everyone's well now in our house and we're still staying inside and excited to have some social interaction
0: <laughs> uh, to reply to abolished i think everyone's doing better than red right now he doesn't have power at the moment okay kate what's up
3: Um, I'm trying to roll a blunt the second time now because my first one ripped. So you can find me here on Sundays or on Instagram. I'm also excited for, like, interaction with adults right now, so.
0: It's about that homeschool life. (laughs) Spartan, how's it going,
4: man? Oh, it's going a lot better than my weekend started, that's for sure. My basement flooded, so that was fun. But I'm smoking some of that blueberry Quintessa for the first time. Thank you, Eagle Gardens. Very good stuff, I love it. Very blueberry, very blueberry. Very blueberry and a little bit of like gas or something in the back end. I'm really liking it. I just ate a cookie too, so that should be kicking in in about a half hour. That'd be awesome. Um, I don't know, I've been high from this the last show, so I'm not really sure where to go from here. So Spartan Growman, Instagram. <laughs> is that blueberry quintessa one-to-one or a hybrid or whatever I yes test, i haven't had it a tested yet to be honest with you but the mother was a blueberry sativa by um dj short i just learned this from jack greenstock so i sound really smart but it's not my knowledge but i guess they there was a sativa back in the day that he held around like a, it's not the blueberry indica so a lot of readers snap that up and breed bred with it so this is the blueberry sativa crossed with a one-to-one and, and that's a, it was called Quintessa. So uh, that was a one-to-one. So I, oh, I, okay. I imagine that between there's, there's going to be a range, you know what I mean? So I'm going to get it tested. And, you know, I always, I write down, you know, the harvest date and I'm going to play with the harvest date windows to try to manipulate those numbers. Yeah, man, that's really cool. <clears throat> You've got oh. everything written down in your garden. We get to sneak
0: peek in his little lab there. It just helps me because I have a bad memory. It's right, exciting. Right. I mean, if
5: you're talking about like the, well, before we go on here, we're talking about a ratio. So say the one plant was a one-to-one and one plant wasn't, you're talking about a mix. I mean, you could be looking at something where you've got like say 16% THC and 4% CBD that could be some right up somebody's alley medicine man so
0: it could be like pennywise where they get some that are just thc and don't have cbd at all correct in that cross so
4: and then if you harvest earlier you're going to get more cbd if you harvest later you're going to get more thc so you can kind of there's a little bit of wiggle room within those genetics to manipulate that too with, with harvest windows i took this one hold on i still have it written down over here i took this one 71 days so i took her long you know sativa anyway but it's in my flower room too so that's good i love that
5: you're doing the testing on it because it's going to work out for me
4: (laughs) yep yep and then uh so what i yielded out of that total i call them quads because in my sip containers under a light i get four so four quad so in that quad i uh i ended up yielding 556 grams so out of a 480 watt fixture, that's 1.16 grams per watt. I mean, it's not huge yield, but I was happy with that. Anything over a gram per watt, I'm I'm pretty thrilled Definitely with. Definitely
0: solid. Speaking about Eagle's genetics, I'm smoking your nine pound right now, Eagle. Uh, Red Setter, how are you doing, man? Give us a little introduction real quick. Oh, his screen's frozen, he might be gone. Eagle, you can do yours.
4: <laughs> I got a butt shot of that blueberry quintessa. Here's a, a, nug of it. That's what it looks like. Oh yeah. But it's really orange hairs. Kind of a grayish. Like my stick. It's got that blue, dude. Blue juice. Like do not that. Gray.
0: Little foxtail looking structure to it.
4: Yeah. It's I not like really a lot on the frost level. It's pretty pretty frosty too, but you can't really tell much on on that it's not like this shit (laughs) shout out to sticky drip i've been i've been eating it up here but shout out to sticky drip man he crossed a a mac with his Slurricane, and it's just i'm gonna have to grow those seeds that uh you gave me from him yeah there's a i got i've got to grow a bunch of the ones that i've got too. you saw all the seeds he gave me it's just ridiculous you have that cross don't you the mac flurry in there i don't know how to go through them all i thought that it wasn't there It might be. If it is, I know what I'm fucking popping.
6: (laughs) I thought it was in there.
0: Uh, Eagle, did we do your introduction yet, my friend? Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on most
7: platforms. You can catch me first and foremost here every week at 9 o'clock. And just glad to be here. I just wanted to throw on top of that, that uh, bud you showed up there. kind of looks to me like it's leaning toward the Quintessa side. And when it comes to a mixed strain like that, I kind of believe that it depends on which way she's been spanked. Uh, I believe in this case the Quintessa was smacked with a blueberry, uh, IBJ sativa, so uh, it'd probably be more sativa, you know, leaning more chance of getting some good CBD out of it rather than uh, you know, breeding in the THC than vice versa. The trying to take the sativa plant and put the you know male cbd plant on top of it with less chance of getting that cbd in there but yeah. yeah playing with that harvest window definitely will uh help your chances of getting something better out of that for sure
4: i'm excited to to get cbd out of it that's that's really what i'm looking for i mean i like the flavor too the flavor is amazing i mean i already when i started smelling this one in veg i cut my other cbd plant i just have not not growing that anymore. This one already smells way the fuck better. I don't care. It's got to taste better. So That's, yeah, what, that's what Eagle was
5: telling us in the beginning. He was like, dude, you guys got to pop these because I'm telling you the flavor on this is going to be what
6: gets it for you out of the gates. Remember Eagle? Red is back. A candlelight. He's all romantic and shit. By What's himself. up, Red? Hit us with an
0: intro, bro, before you're gone again yeah i'll try to hit you guys real fast can you hear me right now
6: yeah yeah
8: okay cool uh red setter farm you guys can find me on instagram and right here in the bro show at red setter farm um yeah i don't have power right now it just went out about 10 minutes before trying to log on and uh so anyways i'm trying to make the best of it i'm smoking some blueberry by dj short right now so cheers up i did get a chance to hear all the blueberry talk so that's pretty awesome um yeah i don't know if my phone's gonna make it through this hopefully it does i might have to set it back and charge it for a minute um but yeah guys cheers everybody rock and roll broskies.
0: thanks for joining us and like jf said in the chat you're setting the mood red i try to
8: always guys thanks for having me appreciate you
0: depends on what your mood you're looking for
6: about has got the rave going on at his house right. at his place we love red <laughs> I do it's remember telling you guys that, Skilboa. I actually popped the
7: the Blueberry Contessa first, and uh, that strain was so blueberry. I had the Blueberry Sativa IBJ, so I, I was like, man, if the CBD cross has this much blueberry in it, I've got to pop that Blueberry IBJ, so yeah, that, anything he touches with that gets Blueberry through and through, so that's a great strain if you're looking for him.
6: Uh, Coma Creations, check him out. I love those berry strains. I'm always looking for those things.
5: It's so nice to see abolished farms back up there on the corner where they're supposed to be. And Missy here. When I say abolished farms, I mean collectively. They know. Mm-hmm. See, look, they're both they nodding like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I say abolished.
0: I'm good at forgetting her, so I wanted to make sure she's included. Always. I'm good Yeah, no,
2: I know I'm part of Abolish Farms. The majority of, like, the grunt work in the garden is done by me.
0: (laughs) I see all the pictures. I'm wondering what Abolish does over there. Cracks the fucking whip, I think.
5: That's about it. Maybe (laughs) makes the command decisions. I don't know.
2: Yeah, he makes the tough decisions.
5: Good old Miyagi. You're out there fucking painting the fence. I
6: don't His know. He has a
4: kill all our hard work. Yeah, I was say, I heard a story yesterday from Abolished about... Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He there's... goes in there and really, really is just ruthless and, and upsets you.
2: He is. Sometimes, you know, I mean, but from hearing from other growers and stuff, like, it's important to be ruthless in the garden sometimes. But I definitely have, like, an emotional connection to the plants and... Um, If things go wrong or one's kind of lagging behind, it's like in my nature to want to just keep it and, like, well, maybe it'll pull through. Uh, But Abolish Stories comes behind me and is like, nope, snip, like, we're done with that one.
1: (laughs) You shall become food for a better plant. never and if
5: you like if you like what you're hearing you're definitely going to have to check out the late sesh that we're doing we're going to be recording it after the show tonight and we'll be dropping it tomorrow and that will be with miss gantelope so everybody's going to want to definitely check that out
1: can't wait for some Miss c content oh
2: geez
1: (laughs) what kind of content are we talking (laughs) we're actually smoking some of her uh her Fino hunt right now, the, the Babel. And that's her one-to-one.
5: I really liked that when I got to try that at uh, Dab House, man. That was... remember I was like, holy shit, this tastes
1: fucking amazing. It's like straight oranges, man. It's yeah. really, really orangey.
2: I was about to say, this time um, we harvested a little bit early because we were trying to make space because he had an ex- executive decision. <laughs> um... But I think it's almost more orangey terpene flavor right now than even before. Like it's even more prominent.
0: I'm hoping to get a lot of orange out of my orange kush cake that I have in flour. I just started flour yesterday with those. I think that
5: could really be a winner.
0: Yeah, it's jelly bean and wedding cake. It's not Malice crossed in that, but um, I'm really excited. Hopefully there's a lot of orange.
5: I'm not doing orange, but I popped some marmalade seeds that I got off of Eagle the last time we met up at Vehicle City. And uh, so I'm really hoping to find that. He said that the flavors were deep on that one, too.
0: Dankman asked us real quick, uh, who do we recommend for sex testing? And I would say Farmer Freeman is who I would recommend for sex testing. There's a lot of them, though, and they all seem pretty much equally good. So just look for pricing, I think, unless anyone has any arguments with that. I don't know how complex that is, what they're doing there, but it seems like there's a lot of labs doing it now. I don't know the price, but I know PSI does
8: it um, in Ann Arbor. I'm not sure about their other location or if they have any other locations yet.
4: Oh, the Spot Labs out in, I think that's Kalamazoo. They also do it. They're a little more pricey. I've never used it though, but I'm sure they're decent. They haven't been shut down. They're not iron labs, so
3: jc3 and jackson either does or is going to start doing it soon too so that'll be cool
4: jc3 is it even open i th- I thought that's been closed down for a long time
3: um mm, sorry seed cellar oh okay so like the backside of what was jc3 yeah, it's just okay. the same thing in my mind
4: well jc3 is they still have a, a building it was actually right uh you guys sequence you guys drove right past it when you went to mitten canico but uh yeah yeah but I think it's just like a caregiver spot right now, like a caregiver grow or something, because there's no one ever there.
3: I was gonna say I don't think they do anything in there. I had a chance to talk to the owner a little bit when I went down there for that thing with 2020. He was like a super cool dude and basically told me like the history of them getting shut down, kind of. And it sounds like he had a good thing going for a while. It kind of sucks it's not there anymore. I
1: definitely had to go with sequence with the farmer Freeman. I used him a couple. I don't remember what Garopp it was, but it is, I tested it and I let those strains grow out and the ones that said they were male, they were male and it was really easy and cheap. I used to have a, I don't know, I'd have to double check, but I used to have a a code. I'm not sure if it's still active. It's been
6: a while.
0: Oh yeah, Eagle, you forgot to shout out your other show. Eagle does a show on YouTube every night now. And he would like to have a lot of viewers there. So if you have a, the chance, check out Eagle on YouTube at 1130.
5: He and I did Appreciate one that. on, uh, what day did we do that?
0: Did we do that Friday? I think it was Friday yeah. night we did. I Friday did night. one and it's the best one so far. So check that one out and uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Make yeah, sure I missed you it was well. better than Scobo's.
1: I don't know. I, that was kind of hard. I made it to the chat for Skilbo's and it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to have to go back and rewatch here. We'll see.
0: Love
5: you, AB. Thank you, sir. That's one vote.
0: Skilbo, you were saying that you almost spit out your beer. We'll drink or we'll watch in mine. So it must've been pretty good.
5: He did. You know what he said? He, he was talking about, you know, like, Oh, you know how you surviving through this lockdown and sequence says he was like, well, you know, I've been smoking all kinds of weed and watching all kinds of Pornhub Premium, so there's that going for it. But it's not very productive, but I'm doing things. And I was drinking a beer, and I about fucking spit that
6: shit
0: all over my screen, man. Love you, man. You just got to be real with the people, you know? They can tell if you're faking it.
6: Yeah, we're to get Red Setter.
7: Hopefully, he's got power tomorrow, so he can be on tomorrow we'll get you guys on one by one yeah man
8: yeah Yeah. hopefully i'll make that tomorrow night i agree i'm excited for that eagle i appreciate your uh invite on that too man um the only thing that would hold me back is if for whatever reason i have to stay at the farm you know hopefully i don't lose power out there and have a mess to clean up so yeah man i'm really excited
0: do you have a way of knowing if you lose power out there red
8: I do. I have, I have some cameras set up out there, so I'm able to keep a monitor on that. And then, uh, I also have like Amazon echo dots and things like that. So I can just like real quickly, like skim through an app and see if my devices are turned on out there, things like that. Echo dots are great because I don't get good phone signal out there sometimes. So sometimes I miss phone calls. So if Miss Red has an emergency and really needs me, she can actually call via the Amazon echoes and say, Hey, uh, Call the office at the farm, and then or call grow room A, call grow room B. Throw an echo dot in each grow room, and she can call me, and and or we can use them as uh, speakers and monitors and talk throughout the throughout the facility. So it's kind of cool. Can't use it when the power's out, but
4: <laughs> yeah, Eagle. Um, I'll be ready to do the show probably the, the second week of April, I think, because Mitten Canico's ratcheting back um, our hours and basically like there's three gardeners uh, me being one of them so we're alternating weeks that we're covering and so I got to cover the first week so after that first week I should be free now I have to go in on certain days like when harvest shows up obviously the whole crew comes in for that I was going to ask you about trimming.
5: I was going to be like, you mean you're yeah. stuck with one trim for all week? You're just locked in a room uh, like when y'all going
4: to let me up out of here? So what we're doing is we have five people total. That's including the owner, COO, and the three gardeners. And um, so we're going to have two people covering every day. And then on the days where we have heavy projects, such as a harvest or a reset or a, a room strip, you know, something like that. What it's kind of boiling down to when I looked at the schedule, it looks like on my weeks off, I might have to go in two days. And then on, on the days where there's not a lot going on, and the two people are there to cover, they're only there to water, so it won't even be a full day. So even though we've been deemed essential here in Michigan, we still are, because we're such a low crew, we you know a low number of people, if we lose one, it's huge to us. It's a huge loss. So we have to, we're just taking extra steps. We're just trying to be
5: Yeah, I was wondering if you guys would like take shifts like Night Watchmen and shit where it's like, okay, we're gonna do this trim. So everybody's gonna work for like three hours. We'll have a crew of like, you know, two guys and another thing of three guys and try to, I don't know, man, fuck it. It's a logistical nightmare, whatever you're doing out there and whatever industry it is. You know what, y'all get a lot of credit because everybody's been knocked for a loop right now. And your patience and cooperation is definitely going a long way to making this shit still work. So
0: much love to everybody you guys are doing that for a safety thing Spartan you're not doing it because like uh or like a market thing or anything like that
4: oh no definitely not a market thing no the market is strong as ever right now that's cool
0: i was just kind of curious you know like we saw um i actually had it in my notes for the show was that um sadly all the cannabis news is related to this covid virus but um people stockpiled cannabis right and then sales were really high but sales have actually come down a little bit since then so i was curious and
4: if that had actually trickled down at all to you guys i wouldn't imagine because flowers so short but as i say we haven't seen that yet um i mean i'd be more concerned with people out there who don't have enough supply like eventually running out with supply chain interruptions and stuff like grows might run out eventually and not you know miss crops and when you miss crops it's like we all know that's it that's months you're not missing you know, it's not something you go. Oh, we screwed that up. We can just uh, start again. No big deal. Now this, you know, it takes time to ramp it up again. So if there's going to be a, a shortage, as far as from producers standpoint, commercial producers, I think it's going to be a little bit further down the line. It's not going to be like immediate. Um, if there's supply chain hiccups, like we're talking, with, you know, cocoa being one, if India shuts down kind of a thing, it's not sounding good. It's already kind of prices already going up on cocoa. Some, you know, if, if that starts happening, I think it's going to take time. I don't think that, you know, I don't think anybody's sitting on just, you know, what they need for one grow. And I would hope that they'd had a little bit of a store. So I would expect months, you know, even even if we ran out right now, and we didn't have anything to grow in, we still have six rooms with plants already with cocoa in them. So I mean, you know, it would be six Yeah. we out. But yeah, I think that eventually, you know, we might see some Some people leave the market because it's just going to be, you know, run into issues like that. But I don't foresee sales dipping that much. If you read the articles about like what industries are kind of recession proof and stuff like that. A lot of the sin, everything they syntax, that's basically the the stuff that's almost recession. Yeah, gambling and all that. that. Gambling and alcohol and cigarettes. No, No matter how expensive they get, people keep buying them. So... I, I think people, because, of, especially in troubling times, people want to have something to relax or, or take the edge off. And that's always, you know, goes hand in hand, I think. In troubled times, people are going to go for that kind of thing. Great depression had record record sales.
7: And I think there will be a little pinch later on, just because uh, it might not be with you guys and the bigger grows, but it will shake down to everybody because, you uh, us smaller growers, home growers weren't ready for the sudden shutdown of like the grow stores. I know when I went in there Friday and to pick up a few supplies and he told me well today's my last day, uh, I grabbed a few extra things and I don't know if anybody else had that opportunity or not and if not they may be feeling the pinch here in a couple months not being able to get their supplies. So, yeah, if they can't get their supplies and they can't grow their own, they're going to be buying more, which is going to be a greater demand, which could lead to a shortage.
4: I'm super stoked that I went the path I did on taking the time to learn organics and, and the theory behind it, the reasoning behind it, because I'm confident enough of myself that I'm down to three bags of M3 right now. So, and, uh, but if I were to run out of that and I couldn't source it, or I didn't want to go source it, I'm still pretty confident. I can go get my, I have three raised beds that I completely filled up with used uh, soil. I would just go scoop my soil out of that. And I have plenty of uh, top dresses I could re-amend that soil with. And I think I'd be good for a real, real long time. And then even if it went beyond say a year, I could still compost. I've got compost piles in my backyard right now already going Uh, so I can compost my leaves and I can compost my grass clippings and I can make my own fertilizers that way. And you have a worm bin. And I have a worm bin, yeah. And So that's gonna give me all my nitrogen that I need. And I have clover growing for cover cover crops so I can just let that seed out and produce more seed for my cover crops. I I got a lot of options. I'm just super glad I was super interested in growing before all this went down. I mean, because I got all my vegetables too. So it's going to help me with vegetables with my food food security too same time this is
5: where if you have any kind of free light real estate in your rooms you're thinking as your own personal grower like hmm maybe i need to start my heirloom seeds and think about running them
6: <laughs> maybe a little thicker than i was going to yeah i know that i got some seeds and i'm popping seeds as well I was gonna ask
3: who all is like planning on growing more this year because of all the shit than normal. I know I definitely am and one of the things I'm doing is like growing a lot more outside to see what I want to start growing inside for the winter so that I can like not fucking waste my time in my precious light space you know. But I definitely like don't want to be at the grocery store scrapping for shit and like read things you look like you could be
5: scrapping though like bitch i'll scratch your eyes out kind of fucking
3: shit yeah no i can definitely hold my own and i'm like skinny but i'm fucking tall i'm like five nine so like i'm fine you know i think i'd be fine but um i'd rather not so uh oh i was gonna say like you read shit about how they're like not letting migrant workers and stuff in migrant worker visas so like i think that being more self-reliant is just like a, I think, a way of easing my anxiety, maybe, or I don't know. But it's definitely got a motivation to like plant more food and put my growing experience towards like a another thing.
7: And Gilbo, we just discussing the other night, trying to possibly fill dead spots in our between our plants with uh, some veggies and uh boy it'd be a good time to uh, put some of the merrily seeds to work in them dead spots i mean if you got up your max out on your plant count or whatever and you had see light beaming down on the floor why not throw a tomato or a pepper plant or,
5: or even try to grow an aloe plant you know what i mean not just for use in the garden but for use by you i mean aloe's got a lot of uses and things
8: uh, You'd shout out to abolish don't you have an aloe plant sitting in your tent abolish
5: Shit, I thought you forgot yep. your spooky ass was down there, Red. You're sitting in the <laughs> dark out there.
1: Right? Yeah, we uh, we keep one in our baby room with the, the clones as they're growing up and then snip off little pieces of it to raise other clones. Pretty cool. Miss C's wanting to take it out of there and use it as like a, a house plant because we don't have any house plants right now. You
5: guys should make a video of doing that to try to clone those. I think that'd be really good content. Yeah. A clone or own.
2: I just made a bunch of clones, but we didn't,
5: yeah. we didn't take any video. <laughs> well, that kind of segues into the other topic, too.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, we were actually pricing out raised beds and soil and all that today, and it looks like we can we can get a hold of the Coca Loco easily. I can get it like a 27 cubic feet pallet of that stuff right now. And uh, the raised beds are easy to find. But what we're struggling with is we want heirloom seeds for all our veggies and when you look it up you're basically got to wait a month to get them mailed here and i'm on the start of now
4: so go go to right. a store go to a store like whole foods or something or any place you know sells good organic produce like uh, kroger for me and uh get the oldest shit that they have wrapped up that they want to move and uh, as long as it's organic you pop that seed out and use it Good point.
1: That's smart.
6: Yeah.
4: Not just smart. Kmart smart, folks.
6: <laughs>
4: and if you don't want to buy the old shit, you can buy the stuff that you could use so you could eat the vegetable and then just save the seeds and then you have zero waste.
3: I was gonna say I just had peppers come up today, well like last night from seeds that I cut out of like, you know, those like bags of mini peppers or whatever. It was like it's like part of like in homeschool is we're growing a bunch of shit. And I was like, do you think these seeds will pop to my kids? You know, so it was like, you can definitely grow shit from stuff you buy at the grocery store. I don't know what it'll turn out like, but the seeds popped up faster than the other ones I put in dirt at the same time.
4: Yeah, I've eaten apples before and seen seeds inside the apple that have sprouted inside the apple. I've seen the tail coming out and everything. So totally viable. Even even if they are GMO'd or something, you might even they might it might be GMO'd in a way that it doesn't pass to the possibly to the offspring i don't know but uh if it's use a gmo seed or starve use the gmo seed man (laughs) agreed yeah i agree
8: i have a grapefruit tree that i took the seed from a grapefruit like three years ago actually might be four years old now that sucker's been around forever but like celery you can basically propagate celery you can cut it off at the bottom and replant the whole celery stock and that sucker will grow out in your garden for you so there's a lot of ways to uh definitely utilize a grocery store for sourcing
0: yeah chat's given a bunch of advice on how to clone different uh vegetables as well
5: i liked uh sam finley saying with organic tomatoes you can just slice it up and throw them on the soil i think that's awesome i mean it's like we've been doing cultivation for fourteen thousand fucking years though so like obviously it doesn't have to be like some mechanical process and shit we just have to go back to our roots
3: well, so one of the things I tried doing was taking like a strawberry and just putting like a chunk of it in dirt. Cause like I don't know, strawberries just fucking fall off the thing and grow, right? And I watched a video where the dude is like, "Let's see if it works," and then he never posted an update, which should have been a clue for me that it wouldn't work. It, like <laughs> it like immediately grew it's a good like point. A fucking huge puff of like mold. I don't know what. So what then, you gotta do is
4: strawberries. You have to freeze. You have to remember it falls off the plant and then winter comes. So you got to freeze those seeds. The seeds are weird on a strawberry. They're on the outside of the fruit. But yeah, if you can collect those seeds, you can put them in the freezer. Do it for at least a couple days.
3: Well, so the other thing I did, I've been freeze-drying. Like, I'll buy a bunch of fruit, and then if my kids don't eat it by the time, that it starts to get, like, a little bit questionable. Or not even questionable, but just, like, has, like, a spot that they're going to bitch about and ask me to cut off when I give it to them, I just slice that up and put it in my freeze-dryer. So, like, it's been a cool way to, like, I don't know, cut down my food waste and shit and, uh... Every time I freeze-dry strawberries, though, a bunch of the seeds fall off. So I tried planting those too, and they haven't done shit yet. And they probably damaged them at some point. But it was like I—I I I had like 300 strawberry seeds, so I couldn't not try to do something with them.
4: Yeah, I would imagine in a freeze dryer, you—it would suck all the moisture out, and you'd kill kill that seed. So I would, uh, well, not no, because I don't know. I don't know, I don't know about the, because you actually get a little bit of heat while you're in, in a freeze dryer too. So it might not be reaching cold enough temperatures to flip the seed. I know that strawberries specifically needs to have, they need to be frozen for them to
3: be viable. Well, they take it down, it takes the temperature down to like negative 28. You know what I mean? So it might be too cold. And then it oh. raises it. raises just the shelf temp to like 130, I think, I don't know how to have it set at to be honest. Um, but you know it's not like directly coming in contact with the shelf so it's like somewhere below there so it like freezes it and kind of aches it but while there's like a vacuum under
6: it so like i don't know if it kills the viability of seeds but i'll find out so shout out to the mi gardener because he's got a pretty cool video about how to
8: Use blueberries and toss them in the blender and start those seeds up. He's got a YouTube video, I think, uh, on how to reuse blueberry seeds. That's pretty cool.
5: He also does online sales of
4: of the uh,
5: veggie seeds
4: too, for a dollar a pack usually. And that dude has a video on every single vegetable you can think of. Just about. He's got he's a wealth of information.
3: Yeah, Canakin just sent me a link to him today because I was asking about lettuce in the chat, and somebody in chat in here just said something about growing strawberries and uh resurrection prophet says old gutters make good strawberry planters up high in the vine hangs down um i've thought about that like attaching gutters to the wall of the grow room to grow lettuce because i've heard that lettuce grows good in like a rain gutter and that'd be a way that would be like out of the way but i wouldn't do. i I wouldn't do it
4: yeah because your grow room is too warm for lettuce it'll bolt uh Uh, so brassicas so you like your cauliflower and your uh, broccoli and lettuces and all those the warmer it gets the higher chance they'll just seed out that's what triggers them to flower basically and when they fly the reason why that's important is when they get to that point they taste terrible they start getting bitter so you don't want them to bolt yeah you just want to keep you want to keep them in you know vegetative growth especially lettuce you just want to keep vegging basically so what would you recommend that works well for our environment?
5: Isn't
7: part? lettuce a short-day plant and actually does yeah. it's growing during the night yeah. period?
4: I've got lettuce growing in my beds right now outside. So they like the cold, man. Not super cold. I, I was I was pushing it. I'm not going to lie, but they, they do like the, the cold. As soon as summer comes around, I don't even bother planting lettuce.
8: Yeah, them spinach, arugula, carrots, all that stuff. Have it in the ground like yesterday, you know? Toss some... Uh, toss a piece of fabric or something over it if it snows. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't worry about frost or anything, they're usually pretty hardy. Get seeds in, you know, if you can.
4: But you could grow lettuce inside pretty easily in, in like a seedling tray, You could probably get away in, in like the little trays that we use to do our clones in, I'm sure. If nothing else, you could do a real easy tray of microgreens and have a salad every single day. <laughs> you know, just get a, a bunch of those clone trays out, fill them all up with soil, throw a bunch of, you know, your microgreen seed down. And then let them grow up and go in there with a pair of scissors and just chop them all down, and there you go, right into your salad.
5: And what's that guy's name on YouTube with uh, John? What's his channel's name that does all the yeah, microgreens? John
7: Kohler, man. He's Thank you. color
5: Yeah. What's the name of the channel?
7: Voodoo Garden.
8: GrowingYourGreens.com. Growing
4: Your Greens. Growing Your Greens. I want one of his blenders, man. Those look sweet. Or juicer. What do you call it? It's <laughs> under vacuum. I you really know, like that. he
5: kind of reminds me of like a West Coast Red.
8: Dude, he he totally juices all of his cannabis leaves and stuff, man. I, I dig his channel. He started doing cannabis content. I've been in his channel for years, man, years, years, half decade at least. Uh, West
5: Coast Red. I just
8: before before we leave, like the the fruit and veggie. You know, we're we're talking about you know eating for our, our health and stuff like that, or just like longevity for our wealth and everything. Um, get some perennials. You know, whatever kind of perennials you can. Strawberries are great. You know, even if it's some like flowers that might come back year to year. A lot of times those just are great for just bringing in beneficial uh, insects and things like that in your garden. Uh, Pollinators, most importantly, I mean, if you want any fruit, you need pollinators. So get some flowers in your yard, especially perennials, because then you don't have to source them next year. You know, my big focus is, like, maybe some blueberry bushes and some raspberries and things like that that are always going to come back, but strawberries are great, you know, and there's so many perennials, man, I can just list on forever, but... That's you scary. know, that I could be, them. like,
5: the silver lining to all this shit is that everybody branches out and tries to, like, learn how to grow their own food, which is, come on, man, it's got to be fucking healthier than the bullshit that they're trying to pawn off on us, really.
8: Every silver lining's got a touch of gray, dude. We're in the gray right now.
4: Yeah, I'm
5: all about but- it, Jerry. Yeah.
4: <laughs> But those like what's really hard to find, especially for Michigan, is a perennial vegetable. And so like asparagus, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But that's something that I mean, it's pretty much perennial. It'll come back for about 10 years or so before it starts getting to be where you need to reset it. But asparagus is a good one, except for not for sequence, because he can't handle asparagus, apparently. Don't like
3: potatoes and carrots come back sometimes and onions?
1: my uh pumpkins and uh strawberries come back every year i got those in like a i think it's like a four by four tub
4: yeah strawberries you know i was talking more vegetable but yeah strawberries more of a berries i'm just saying like there's tons of like berries and fruits and stuff but that's all sugars not that they're bad not that they're terribly bad but i mean if we ate just that it's not going to be very good you need to get some vegetables and some fiber and everything else going as many colors as you get too
8: I'll drop a couple of tomatoes out into the garden, you know, before I pull the plant at the end of the season. And I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I could go out there. I could probably not even plant anything and I'll have volunteer squash. I'll probably have volunteer cucumber, tomatoes, cannabis. I'll have volunteer everything out there.
4: Yeah. I love that stuff. Dill. You can't kill Dill. I, I, I'm pretty much convinced that Dill might as well be perennial because you can't kill that. It's just going to fucking forever stay in your yard.
6: It always grows somewhere yeah, so else where you don't want it to be. I remember when I was growing all my my
0: pickle plants, so I had cucumbers, dill, you know, mustard seed, everything all next to each other, and uh, the dill like the next year I didn't plant dill because it was a pain the year before, but it was growing you know the next row over sixteen feet away,
4: all by itself. Yeah, a condo grower, shout out to condo grower. I see him all the time, but uh, mint, that's a, be careful with mint because wherever you put it, it's never going away. Grow it
5: in its own pot. If you're yeah. gonna do that, don't yeah. grow it in the ground. You can do it. It's in like a comfrey pot. shit. Too comfrey will spread like crazy.
1: You still gotta watch that some bitch when you put it in a pot because it'll sneak a little runner out and start rooting out everywhere. Mint is ruthless.
7: I it's have amazing I have, though for keeping away predators, bugs, spiders, mice. I'm glad, you said, animal animal I'm glad you said that. I'm glad
4: you said that, Eagle, because animals. I have a, yeah, I have a patch. I have a. I call it my spearmint patch. It's not mint but spearmint same kind but it's it's in a flower bed where my grow room dumps out hot air for the emergency uh emergency dump so i was dumping out i'm not i've got it closed in now but i was dumping out the window i was dumping out to was heating the bed for my spearmint my spearmint was fucking huge like four foot tall i would just get some
5: jurassic ass fucking spearmint jumping yeah
4: but guess what that was right outside my flower room so bug protection, you know what I mean? It was like a wall of just that smell. It, a smell, it smelled like Wrigley Spearmint gum. What it's it, it yeah, smell like? That or
5: like lemon balm or something, you know what I mean?
8: Dude, that's not a bad like, topic right there because like, planting things like rosemary around your building or thyme and stuff, that could potentially keep pests from entering your, your, your grow rooms like through cracks in the wall, things like that. I mean, you might not be the only vector bringing in pests. You know, pests might just come through a crack in the floor. And, you know, if you got ro- all that mint and rosemary all the way around your buildings, not only will it help, you know, you won't stink out your neighbors a little bit better, you know, you know, keep your smell down a little bit. That's why I planted tree. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I you know, really like yeah, that lemon balm. Not to mention it because it doesn't it comes back every year and it doesn't go crazy and start taking over other parts of the garden. Right. To and to a lot in of insects ball. don't like it. either. It smells it amazing.
7: Yeah. It's good for the the. Uh, the, the yeah, man. Mint's number one, in my opinion, for keeping away bugs and predators. And uh, lavender is also great to help keep mosquitoes away, plant that around the house. But I definitely want to just plant mint to keep away many, many bugs and pests.
8: Yeah, I had like a centralized patch of mint. It's about a four by eight. It, it was originally like a little square, right? It was like a two by four originally and it took over half that bed. So I, I leave it. It's my mint bed, you know, it has its own. It's actually part of a bigger structure, but I'd have to like get in there and make sure I manage it myself. If I don't, you guys are right, it just takes over.
0: What about marigolds? I've seen people recommend that a lot as a pest deterrent
4: yeah they you co-plant them with like t- tomatoes that that's really common i've seen that a lot i have one in one of my bed my living soil beds with my grow my autos one of my auto beds has a marigold in the corner popped up it's pretty funny
5: is it uh geranium as well has geranol in it and that's supposed to be good for fucking fighting something off huh?
4: I don't know, but when you said that, it triggered something in my mind. Uh, Marigold, I believe it was, specifically put something down through the root zone that yes. repels um, the bad nematodes.
5: I All this shit works together in nature, away.
0: man.
4: Does anything keep rabbits now,
6: what do you away? Think? What do you guys think about Shotguns keep rabbits away. Piss. A shoebox, a string, and a stick, a la Elmer piss? Fudd. Is that what you said, Eagle? All
0: right. My dog's isn't working, so I'm going to have to go urinate all over the yard. Oh, you'd
4: be surprised how much human piss does keep a lot of animals away. Urea. Yeah.
8: That's the point. I, I clean up all my dog uh, all my dog mess from the whole winter today, right? I went out there, and I actually piled it into like, some of the areas where there's some Trees growing, and I, I put it where the bunny rabbits are getting into my yard, hoping
6: those keep at least make for a shittier experience for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how many worms were under it, too? Man, so much,
8: so much worm action out there.
5: Oh my it's all god, food for him dude. It's all breaking down and shit.
4: If you had any cardboard out there I know, I over the, the, the winter,
8: winter? Had today.
4: did you have any cardboard out over the winter, Red? Because I looked, uh went out, went outside and looked under some cardboard in the, uh, where the tomato or not tomatoes, the, uh, strawberries are at. Oh my God, dude. So many worms.
8: Dude, It's wild. It's out there right now. Go collect them, collect all your red wrigglers right now. You can at least get a couple pounds. I'm sure. Small Dude, I,
4: I have
6: a worm. I already got a worm bin. I don't need any more. I'm breeding them already. Bad bunny says they'll take the rabbits. If you come out and trap them, you can have them, dude. I've got like six
0: rabbits that are all over my yard and I try to grow a garden every year and I'm afraid they're gonna eat all my shit.
4: Man, wild rabbits, you gotta really worry about worms, man. Them things are usually just chuck full of them.
6: I just don't want them in my yard. I don't really care what happens to them. They can have them. You could try to do some crazy shit where you try to outfox the rabbits and you could plant something that they really,
5: really, really like in a separate garden on your property somewhere and hopefully they'll go ravage that bullshit instead of your bullshit that you're trying to cultivate. And then use fencing and, you know what I mean, build yourself some kind of rabbit-proof construction thing.
0: My dog loves chasing the rabbits out of the yard though. So she's not very good at it if there's fucking still six of them there. She doesn't ever kill any of them. Like, she's not vicious. She caught a ground squirrel once and just kind of carried it pinned it on the ground, didn't know what to do with it. She's not a vicious dog or anything. She just likes chasing shit around, I guess. Diamond girl.
8: DOG wants a rabbit so bad. Now that he's old, his legs just buckle and bow on him, and he falls on his ass when you guys chase him. Oh, man, poor dog. And I want him to get it, too, because the damn rabbits keep eating all my sprouts. I'm putting a chicken wire.
4: Yeah, chicken wire is a good idea. My... um. My kind of dream or my plan is, is I'd like to get my raised, you know, I got my raised beds and I'd like to take and get, uh, there's a, a company, a tree company that takes down trees, like grind them all up into wood chips by and they have these giant mountains of wood chips. I'm sure they'll probably give them to me, but I want to put wood chips around all of my beds and then uh, inoculate those wood chips with mushrooms. I think that would be awesome. You know, I have like a lion's mane over here and some, you know have some, uh, you know, turkey tail over there. <laughs> turkey tail over there. I love mushrooms, Dude, man.
3: I have like a spot in my front yard where there used to be a tree. And so now I get like a fairy ring of mushrooms around where the stump is buried. And the other day I was out there with my kids and I was like pulling them up cause they like up with my lawnmower blade once they start to dry out. Um, <laughs> And there was, like, all these, like, fucking beetles on the underside of them. So I used Google Glass to, like, identify them. And it told me that they were, like, some sort of beetle that fucking, like, takes dead mice and pulls all the hair off and then makes a cocoon around them to, like, lay their babies in. What the fuck? And I was, like, flipping the fuck out. Savage. This cannot be right because there was, like... 200 of them and my kids were like we love them and we're like playing with them and shit so i've convinced myself that they're not them and sent a bunch of pictures of them to like my old biology teacher but like it's fucking gross i'm like fine with bugs and shit but like like how many dead animal sacks are buried in my yard if there's that many things here super gross
4: yeah but if there's life around you that's a good sign that means the at least the soil and everything's not poisoned so you, you don't have to worry about that and you're not like you know yeah there's activity yeah if you see activity and there's birds chirping and and you, you know it's weird that people don't notice that until you point it out you go into somebody's backyard and there's not a sound you know you're like this is weird and they're like what are you talking about like <laughs> Come to my house, you'll hear birds chirping, and you're like you're almost mad. It's like, I want to sleep, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, all kinds. I like it when I see it. I mean, there's stuff that startles me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm snakes scare the shit out of me. So when I see a snake, that that's gonna get me not happy. But um you know, with the lawnmower, I, that's what you're gonna do. do. And then uh, I saw last year I saw the biggest praying mantis I've ever seen in my life, and it was spooky because I was checking it out. I was like intrigued, I thought it was cool, but then I realized that as I moved, its head followed me so I could tell that it was watching me as I moved back and forth looking at it. It was kind of creepy because I was like, okay, now this isn't just a bug. This is like something that's... This is a predator, dude. They give no fucks. <laughs> yeah, so... so. Dude, I found a giant
3: mantis in my backyard, too, or in my front yard. It was, like, bigger than my, like, longer than my hand, and it was, like, super fat and, like, probably pregnant, and I wanted so bad to keep it to, like, make it lay a little cocoon thing or whatever but i was like now let it go and then hopefully next year i'll see like two big praying mantises in the yard but they are really freaky because they like are definitely aware that you're there and like definitely check you out and stuff and you're like
4: yeah i don't yeah. want to know but google uh google the praying mantis uh sacks the where they have their young because once you're able to identify it by looking at it you can sometimes catch those out you know, just rip it off the leaf or the stick that it's on and bring it into your grow room, man, because those things will, you know, eat the shit out of a lot of bugs. I know a lot of, a lot of, of praying mantis sure. facts.
0: Those are some cool fucking bugs, man.
4: They're awesome for outdoor. That's, we really, if we saw a praying mantis sack like that, we're bring them to the outdoor. You know, that's, that's what we're happy to see those.
3: I don't Would know if you know be- you'll be able to see this, but like a week ago from vacation, my dad sent me this picture of this anoli. I'm like, it's looking at you. Like, I don't really notice that. Like little fucking anoli.
4: When I lived in Texas, those always uh, startled the hell out of me is those little geckos. Like, you're not used they're to. They're fast rough. as fuck, dude. They'll hold yeah. still and then they're just like, and then they yeah. stop and then. Like, growing up in Michigan, you don't ever see things like that outside like that. But then, you you know, it's just something different. And it, They're cool as shit, but it's just weird to go. And it's just a little, you're, you're in the same country. It's not like you traveled, you know, to another country. And yet it's so different. So it, I love that kind of stuff.
0: The United States is so big, it almost is like a bunch of countries, you know, stacked together.
5: It is 50 countries, dude. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like Michigan, we're very much about the lakes and stuff here, and there's some places where they don't have any lake culture at all because they don't have lakes, you know?
4: Yeah, it's true. That's another thing, we're spoiled with the freshwater because I was very unimpressed with the ocean once I got in it. I thought it was wonderful to look at. (laughs) Dude, when I
5: moved into fucking, when I got in the army and shit and started going other places and, you know, I was in Missouri and that's land like like a motherfucker down at uh, Fort Leonard Wood, You know what I mean? That's at the Mark Twain National Forest and shit. So that sucked. And then when I was in Germany, there wasn't a lot of water around me. Every time I came back here, I was like, shit, I
4: love it. Yeah, as soon as I got a mouthful of water in, in the ocean, I was like,
1: oh, my God, what in the hell? <laughs> this is fucking what terrible. What have I done? it kills my anxiety i can't do the ocean man i just don't get swimming in water where there's like a hundred things that can fuck up my day i mean <laughs> even the outside. great lakes
0: though you swim in the like lake michigan it's so big that it's your entire horizon you know it, you might as well be the ocean it's
5: gone dude there's
0: nothing there when you see lake huron yeah.
5: that's it it may as well be the ocean because you ain't seeing the other side of shit
0: yeah and there's some scary fish in that motherfucker too <laughs> big
5: ass sturgeons
7: Won't get my ass in that big ass, and then in that big water for nothing. Florida, Keys, I've been down the Gulf of Mexico, and my fucking, you ain't get me in that shit for nothing. Nothing at all.
0: What in particular do you not like, Eagle? Just all of it?
7: I'd be chased by an oil fire, and I think I'll take my chances with the oil fire before I'm running into that bitch. Damn. Now, yeah. is that an oil
5: fire on the water at the same time? Like some MacGyver shit where you're swimming away in the 1980s with the big gasoline explosion behind you? Because that I'll would be make some fucking a cool ass video. Bro. Yeah, you got to do that jump at the end.
1: Someone's smart and he knows what show it is. Fuck okay, it, I'm going to try and tuck and roll. Yeah, man. I don't, I, w-
4: I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little off put and I went back into shore. I went, I was in the Gulf of Mexico. Da- When we went to, well, I lived in San Antonio, but we drove down to uh, Corpus Christi and it's the Gulf of Mexico there. It's really warm water. It's almost like bath water, but, um, I wanted to go into where the waves were coming in. So I was walking into the waves and then I got out far enough to where I was probably about chest, chest, I'm six, four, six in chest, chest high. So whatever that is, but, uh, so then the waves would come in and, and we would jump. see how far the wave would carry us back towards shore so we were doing that for a little while but then i looked over while i was waiting for another wave and i kid you not it might have been (laughs) inches i mean it wouldn't even know it wasn't even a foot from me was this sea turtle i was like what the didn't make an you know obviously no noise no no and then i looked down i couldn't really even see my feet i'm like no fuck this fuck this and i just swam right back into the shore and i was like that was good enough for me i don't need to go in the ocean ever again
0: there's some sketchy stuff like jellyfish and shit like that in the ocean so your
5: career as a pirate was very short-lived we're not gonna see any like captain jack sparrow beads jump off
4: in the beard anytime soon no dude i would definitely do that why not but what are you uh, talking about (laughs) if i'm not and i would go on a boat but i don't want to be i want to be able to at least see shore i'm a really good swimmer so i'm not really too worried about it but when you get out on oceans or even the, the Great Lakes and you get out to where you can't even see shore, just like was the Sequence was saying. You get that moment, for sure. Yeah, when you look all around and all you see is water, no, fuck that. Fuck that, because you don't know what's in that water. and you can't That see.
5: shit is cold, and if you get a cramp, God damn it, you'll get scared for a minute. Nothing's
1: going to get in water. I mean, at like, least around here, you don't know, have nothing to worry about. But ocean, yeah. Like Sequence said
8: with the jellyfish... Like, hey, I've been stung by jellyfish a handful of times. I've had those fuckers swim up my bathing suit before. It was not a fun experience. Jellyfish suck. But I was swimming. Uh, I, I got a real great chance to go to an island in um, Europe called Malta. It's in the Mediterranean. And I was out there swimming uh, off a boat. And I'm like, oh, cool. A little baby jellyfish. This thing was tiny. It was like this big. I'm like, oh, cool. There's like two of them. Cool. There's three of them. And I'm just watching them because they're real like majestic you know, swimming along, and I'm just like, oh, this thing's real sweet. While I turn around, there's a million, five million, 100 million of these things just about to surround me, and I had to get the fuck out of there, dude. It it wasn't happening anymore. Uh, They were no longer majestic. They were no longer fun-looking. They were dangerous at (laughs) at that point.
5: Brett, I wish you had, like, a travel fucking vlog thing for all the cool places you've been, man. That shit would be funny.
8: I should write one one day. I tried to. I can I can let you guys
4: know every every now and then of one of the travel experiences. I was just
6: thinking. I seen a sea
8: turtle too,
4: Spartan. Those things are pretty fucking sweet. It just startled the shit out of me because it was a large size for something that I had no idea it was even that close. But I was I gonna say that little
8: fish scared the shit out of me, and I did the same thing. I'm like swimming, and all of a sudden this little fish swims in front of me, and I'm I'm gone, dude. I'm gone. It's it's I don't care what it is.
6: It's a shark to me.
4: I was thinking in my head when you were telling that story about the jellyfish, and I was thinking, if you would have asked me at the beginning of this show that someone was going to tell a story about getting a jellyfish up their swimming trunks, who do you think it would have been? And you would have been my first guest, bro. So, you know what, the, the, <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, you're not shocked that it comes
5: up as a topic of conversation on this fucking program either. You're just like, oh, well, it had to be read then.
8: Well, you know, I, I used to go like wade fishing, like we'd walk out like a mile in, in, the, in the sandbars and like, you know, you, you got, you're, you're like looking down for jellyfish and you're looking down for uh, stingrays because you step on a three foot stingray and that sucker's whipping you in, in, in your waist. You know, it's not, that's another not fun experience. <laughs> Fortunately, I've never had, have not, let me knock on some fake wood here, and not have that happen.
0: I'm with the Eagle, I'm gonna stay out of the ocean.
6: Yeah it, yeah, it doesn't sound hard. fun at all.
1: Why would you want to go around? There's just too many things. Like, why? Why is something this small can fuck me up? I don't like that. That doesn't happen in fresh water.
4: Smaller stuff than that. Man, you gotta worry about leeches, though. Fuck them leeches. You've never seen fucking musky have you Them things can be
1: Big three feet fucking long. Yeah, man. Yeah, but they're, they're they're scared of us. They don't come around us.
4: Fucking pike, man
3: dude when i was growing up we lived on a lake and there was a pike that lived under the dock and my dad was like rinsing his hands off after getting a hook out of like a fucking bluegill's mouth for me and he was like rinsing his hand off and got bit by a pike and it like took a chunk of his pinky out but i was gonna say the same shit about sea turtles like a sea turtle could fucking bite part of your toe off you know what they mean? will like, give
5: you the ultimate purple nurple for sure
3: right or like lampreys have you ever seen a fucking lamprey like fucking eels
5: shit. yeah it's like a, just a big face with teeth.
3: Like the freshwater ones that will, like, it's like, yeah, teeth that scissor into you and then suck your blood.
4: So I want to shout out to Stinky Colas because I think I've heard this before. So I think there's some validity to it. But long story short, they're saying a long story short, they're saying that a lactobacillus culture called Gasari can help with this COVID in the body, it uh, represses the activation of purine, which the purine is the energy source required for the mutation of the COVID that allows it to survive in our bodies. So that's that's encouraging information, if true.
0: Interesting, yeah. Um, I'm looking up high purine foods. So this is wild game, red meat, seafood, organ meat, including liver, kidneys. Um,
4: so Th- those foods have are high in purine? Yeah, yeah. So it would be good not to eat those? Uh, If that's true, then yeah. Yeah. Good, because I hate all those things. That's wonderful.
0: Yeah. So when I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, what should I avoid? I was just making sure that pizza rolls weren't on there. I'm good. (laughs) No chicken
4: fingers, right? (laughs) I'm good. As long as you continue to not eat food (laughs) and you eat food-like substances. Yeah, yeah. You're
5: does a ballast <laughs> just eat fruit snacks? Is that all about? I was foods? so
0: pissed because when I tried to go and buy butter, I couldn't buy real butter. I had to buy margarine at the store last time I was there. Had to buy oh, a can of ooh, butter.
4: Don't buy margarine, dude. That's dude, I had plastic. no choice. That's fucking plastic. Fuck that. I'll, I'll go without. Someone hoarded all the butter.
1: That's funny you say that. I ran out of fruit snacks today. I've developed uh, like uh, an addiction to them since the lockdown. Probably ate. 100 packs in the last three weeks
2: yeah i bought this giant box thinking oh great this would be great for our kid like while we're on lockdown and stuff he's a i don't know maybe five the rest of this 100 pack he has eight
1: they're amazing and
2: he's like hey we're out of fruit snacks i'm like okay well i'm not just gonna pop up to the store today for some fruit snacks for you i'm gonna have to deal
5: that's an
3: essential
0: <laughs> item
5: who on here can do the best cartman uh it, man Well, if it's
0: abolished, he's got to do it.
1: I really could, but I'm not trying to throw that voice out there right now. It's been years since I tried to do it.
4: <laughs> he's not. He's not brushing the dust off today, guys. You just have to wait. I just gotta
5: try to make folks laugh, man. Cause there's real serious shit, real fuckery is afoot. Everybody feels it, man. You just. I don't know. We're trying to do this show to try to make folks laugh, maybe bring a little education, but damn sure some fucking entertainment to your Sunday night. So yeah. Cheers, chat. I hope everybody out there is fucking smoking out something good, man. And I just once again, thanks for hanging out.
0: Nice looking pipe, Red. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh our two of our Patreon members, Tara and Dankman Dan. Appreciate you guys. And OG uh, Groskis Yeah, OG Groskis. And then uh, I wanted to say, talk about this High Times article, because I think we can talk about that for a little bit. High, oh Times, bought, <laughs> High Times bought basically three groups, uh, Humboldt Heritage Incorporated and its subsidiaries, including Humboldt Sun Growers Guild and the Grateful Eight, which gives them power over 200 cannabis producing farms. So that's going to allow High Times to have their own Humboldt cannabis brand. So I was curious what you guys thought about that. And then as a follow-up question, um, Humboldt is like a stock broke, stock brand now and in the stock market and all that shit. Do you think they're going to come back and do cups here in Michigan?
4: My opinion is, is I don't like high times and I don't like – I'm with you. And I wouldn't miss their cups. That's my opinion
3: say i think high time's brand weed would be worse than cookies weed i don't know if it's watched the first thing I any heard. fucking content they put out i get emails from all the time begging me to buy their shit stock i think cannabis stock is growing up right now because people are seeing that people are still buying weed and they're investing in the hope that this will fuel legalization which is i think just a hope because damn it like i've seen that tons of articles like cannabis is been deemed essential so this will push it forward like no it won't Nothing good ever comes out of these bad situations like it should, so like I'm not. Maybe I'm being super pessimistic right now, but whatever. I think the cannabis stock will eventually start tanking again, just like every other stock is right now. So I wouldn't put money in cannabis stock. I wouldn't put weight in anything that High Times does as being like super quality cannabis stuff. I think that it's kind of gotten away from them. Um, That's the end of my rant about High Times. And I don't
6: give
4: a fuck if their ghosts never come back. Yeah, and full disclosure, I mean, I I used to subscribe to them and and all this, but I've seen throughout the years, it's been probably at least for the last at least year, they've just gone so far to the commercial side that it's just I can't even stomach it it anymore. It's like they're not even veiling their, I mean, when they're highlighting some super subpar light that everybody in the industry laughs at and, and says it's the... You know light of the week or the light of the year and it's just like okay i can't even take you seriously anymore those kinds of things have really soured my my uh, opinion of the company it seems like now they're more driven by like it's a company you know we're trying to make money kind of a thing which you know whatever it's a capitalist society and that's the way you want to go that's fine it's just not the way i want to go so that's that's where my opinion was i, was, I guess i was a little short with <laughs>
1: what i said Yeah, I don't like that, but I also got to give them props for everything that they've done in the past for the movement itself. Like, they're the ones that consistently kept us a magazine going and, you know, secretly sold extraction machines under other uh, whatever things in the back of the magazine, all that good stuff over the years. So, and also, I enjoy judging for them, but I haven't looked into, like, how they're approaching the greed thing since they've got their new, they got a new CEO now, Is it still the same thing? Yeah, no,
0: their new CEO. I can't remember what company it was from, but he was from some big box store brand, like you
4: wouldn't expect, you know. I thought it was a woman. I don't
0: think pretty sure
3: it's the woman from overstock.com.
4: Okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Overstock. That's where it was from. Yeah, Overstock. It's just maybe it's me getting older too, but I agree with you, Abolish, but they're not that anymore. And that's why my opinion is soured. Like when they were what you're saying, yeah, that's I'm all, I'm all on board with that, but you know, that's not what they are now. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, they've gone way too far away from what they originally were. That it's just not the same thing. It's just not the same thing anymore. Yeah, they definitely, um, corporatized. I saw that in a lot
0: in, uh, different ind- similar industries and in like cigars, for example, uh, different magazines
6: just got completely taken over by certain ad agencies and stuff like that. And you just see the quality go way downhill. It's sad, but it happens almost every time the stock goes public.
1: You would think since they've been around for so long and whatnot, they would understand the, the culture and whatnot and not push that side because they would know that it's just not the right way to go. It's going to hurt everybody in the end.
3: Well, I think that that's kind of the part of. I think they're trying to appeal to the new culture of like the casual user and the like crossover. You know what I mean? Like you've seen celebrities smoke weed now, you can too type of thing. Like it's much more of the not traditional cannabis people from what I've seen over like Smart said like the last year. It's just. Like, but they've
5: always tried to stay true to their whole like absolute, you know knocking down of prohibition of cannabis maybe this has been their end goal all along is just for it to become what it is now i don't know
3: it's just very mainstream you know like i don't watch any reality shows for the same reason like i don't enjoy that type of promotion or whatever
7: i feel myself as a business i don't care for them the idea of them putting marijuana out on the market but you got to be you know, honest here, as a business, as high times it is, with recreational going across the country, they're not the maverick anymore. They're not the ones showing, they're not the carnival coming to your state anymore and sucking everybody in. Now that it's recreational and legal, anybody can, you know, here soon can put on an event after all this mess. And so that doesn't make them exclusive anymore. So they have to, you know, do something to, you know, regenerate that
1: revenue somehow so diversify guys, that's yeah, a good point because i mean they, they do they sell magazines and i mean we have the internet and all that now so they're already hurting on that end so i mean it does, it makes total sense from that point of view i
5: hey, just realized that man. like playboy went out of business like semi-recently that's a magazine from the 1950s but you know it's the same thing who's paying for that anymore
3: but I think that they had opportunities. I mean, there's things that you could do if you still had like the original following of people and you had like high times branded shit, like that would be very, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's ways that they could have not commercialized in the way that they did, but I think it's a smaller market. So I think that they're like opening up to, like I said, the more casual user or the new user rather than staying true to the original following because that's a much bigger market in their company. That's what companies do, you know? Like, yeah, somebody just said, it's CEO of Overstack, how many times do you think she's been baked? Like, if you don't pick a cannabis person, you don't get cannabis stuff, you get other things. Again, I hate to support high
7: times in this, but, and I don't, uh, I've got friends that work for high times. A lot of people, my family works for high times. I've judged for high times. So I've got a little bit of interest in this. But,
6: um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say here. Sorry, kid. give me a sec. I hate that shit. It happens to me all the damn time, man.
4: That short-term memory loss. But you're standing up for high times. Good luck.
7: <laughs> oh, I know what I was saying. I know what I was going to say. Uh, why not use that name that they've had over the years? They've Over the years, they've done nothing but show you quality, quality, quality contest over the years. So why wouldn't you expect with that name and them seeing so much ca- good cannabis over the years, why wouldn't you think they would be representing a good product? You know, for, from my point of view, I could see, you know, them dipping their feet into the bud market with, you know, As a consumer, if I wasn't a grower, I would think, "Yeah, High Times—they've got to have you know." Right. Well, because they have branding.
5: We we talked about branding the other night for a while. You go, you remember? Even more so. Yeah, they are a brand, and it's like more.
7: Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Even more so than like the cookie brand. Everybody would scoff at the cookie brand, even me. "Ah." But you would think better of like High Times. I would think, you know, you would quit, you know, well, outside I of s-
0: this group,
7: uh, you know, the average person, you would expect more from high times. I would, think. I
5: would look great. at it like this. I would say that you have a CEO of a very large company that is about trying to make money on something again, that's already been sold once basically overstock. Right. So why do you think they brought that person in to be the CEO? It's to try to basically wring as much money out of the market as they can, just like any other chief executive officer for any other business that is publicly traded. It's publicly traded, meaning that it needs to show a profit. It needs to be able to produce dividends to give to shareholders. So my thing is, great, you've got the branding. Now, what are you going to do with it? If you come out of the gate strong and you stick to your core principles and you market yourself the right way as high times, you could fucking crush it because maybe people do wanna work with you. But at the same time, every time you change your CEO, you you have to really be careful because you're changing your actual company. The decisions will be different. You know what I mean? So I I don't have a lot of faith. It could happen, were, but I don't have a lot of faith.
7: They were bought out by Dope Magazine, which is another you know cannabis publication. So they're trying to spread out in the field as much as they can.
5: Money makes uh, great marketing, but not necessarily fantastic medicine.
7: The point that we're all making here is uh, that they, when they brought in the CEO, they went greedy because obviously overstock.com is, you know, that's what they were all about is making as much money as fast as they could, you know, moving as much product as fast as they could to make their money.
0: Well, they're a public company, like, you know, Skullbone and Kate said, their whole market is producing product. Product for profit. So um, you're going to see them doing that, and that's fine. I mean,
3: that's I was going to say. Like, as soon as they went public, like, the only reason you buy a stock is to make money off of it, unless you're like buying a share in the Green Bay Packers so you can say that you own the team. You know, nobody's doing that with High Time stock. They want to make money. So they've got to be doing things that are making money. But I don't think, I don't have any like faith that they're going to be producing quality cannabis because they don't produce quality cannabis content anymore. I mean, it's like, Bullshit. Yeah, but watch. At, so, the,
4: at the same well, time, I don't think High Times is going to have like minute control over the growth. If they were smart, they went and found a grow that already had the quality and they just bought them. Now, I don't know enough about this Humboldt brand, but I mean, if Humboldt is like Humboldt County, just the name. kind It of- is, but I, that, I think that's kind of shitty all by itself is like we probably went to Humboldt just so that we had that name, you know. But it's not stupid, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, say there's the
3: marketing again, you know what I mean? And everybody knows Humboldt from that fucking Netflix documentary or whatever it was. So, like, again, is it a name thing or is it something else? But I also think that, like, we on this show have a different standard than, like, the normal consumers in the marketplace. If you go to a dispensary and look at a lot of the shit that's sitting on the shelf, you'd be like, I would never fucking buy that. People are stoked to get So, like... Doesn't matter if High Times brand is boof, probably not. People still get cookie tattoos. you know, like they'll still make money if they are not stupid.
7: Well, I 100% agree that the quality will probably be, you know, shitty, but as a business move, I see it to be smart.
0: I agree with that. I think that they're going to end up making profit in the short term. I just hope they stick around in the long term. I mean, they had a legacy, they have a legacy that they earned like Abolish said, and like you said, they produce content for a long time for a lot of people. And um, hopefully they find a way to like stick around and not lose to the greed machine, you know, like some businesses do, some don't.
1: We also got to remember that the, like the forum community and the We Too community that we're a part of, we're a very small population of the actual like uh, people that spend money on cannabis. Niche so, market. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really, we have to spread the word to our friends, family, like all the people that don't watch this stuff. Cause the majority of people, majority of people that watch this kind of stuff and uh, go to forums, they all grow themselves. So they're, they're real minimal impact on the market. You got to remember that. And somebody like a CEO from Overstock, it's all about uh, making a profit is pretty smart move considering. High Times is a household name, even to people that never smoked cannabis before, if they go into smoking, if it's got a High Times label on
6: it, even if it's mids, they're going to consider that uh, viable or top quality. I agree, because
7: most people, even if you haven't been around cannabis you know, community before,
6: you'll recognize, just like you say, the High Times branding before you'll recognize that cookie brand. I think the high times one hits a different age demographic, but I think that you're right in that demographic.
0: Um, I think that the cookies brand or similar brands like
6: that are very, very popular within their own demographic for sure. Just from what I've been able to see. I hope,
4: I hope the trend goes away from brands as far as like what we're seeing now And, and more goes towards the, producers. I mean, I know I'm going to be biased because I work for a producer, but I think it should be like, you know, wine or like, you know, Frenchie Cannoli talks about this a lot. He said one of the biggest differences about how we judge things here in the United States and all produce, He's you know, produce, we're not even talking about, you know, cannabis. We could talk about wine. He says everywhere else, it's always within the name of the thing that is also where it came from because that's important, like their terroirs and stuff like that. But he said in the United States, it's never even like where where this food came from is like never a thought or a question that even comes up.
5: Because of how it's grown, it doesn't matter anymore. You're not using <laughs> any kind of organic thing. You're using a synthetic process to do it. So, it's it's meant to basically maximize output. And, and let's so let's talk about we're really saying like craft cannabis here. It's, See, well, I was going to yeah, circle the wagons back around.
4: Yeah, I was just going yeah, to disagree with you. I was going to say, well, I I would argue that this product cannabis. It's not something like you can put on an assembly line and duplicate anywhere. It's just not happening. Um, there's an art to to the growing of it and to the nurturing of it and getting it to where you know, getting it to the market. The Definitely,
5: M- there P- is, but M- not P- everyone can appreciate that. Let's just be honest about that too. No, that guy everyone... that you're smoking with is like, "Hey man, let's just smoke a joint." Or, "Hey man, let's just I, smoke a bowl." They don't really. I care.
4: agree. I agree with what you're saying, but I also would say if I gave that guy a very subpar product, and I gave him a very high quality product, he would still be able to tell the difference. And in that, what, you, yeah. sure. so in, in that, so is, in that is what my argument lies is that on the higher end of the scale, I think it's at least important to have credit to, I think, let me rephrase this, I think the information of, for example, in Canvas, where was this grown? Or, or what producer grew this. I think that gives you far more information than this is 10% THC.
5: Right, well, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about branding. It goes back into talking about people vote with their dollars. It goes back into the whole CEO thing. People vote with their dollars. So when you go to the store and you look at tomatoes, for example, you see that the majority, if you were asked the grocer, what is the percentage that you sell of organic versus just regular as tomatoes and get the numbers for that and start to try to figure out whether it's like a demographic thing that people will be willing to pay more or not. Or what percentage of sales of those are the top shelf that people are willing to pay for? Because I'll be honest with you, I've gone to dispensaries and I, I you know, just to use this as a marker, I've gone to dispensaries and I've smelled the twenty two dollar fucking uh, gram. You know what I mean? They do smell different than the eights. They do. But does that mean that that's what I'm going to buy?
6: Yeah.
5: I don't know executive decision
4: well that's where i think it's the um the problem or the uh what should i say the 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 bottleneck is information you know the consumer just needs to be educated and that's like why why we do this show here or um right why if my family has a question somebody in my family has a question about cannabis they know who to call because i'm happy exactly that information so to you know, to everybody listening and everybody participating and everybody in our circle, you know, the best thing we can do every single day of our lives is just be willing with that information and give that information out to normalize it so that now people know they go in there with an informed decision. Like, wh- why is it important that I buy organic over synthetic? Why is it important that I think about maybe where this was grown or whatever the factor is that's important to each individual? I mean, they'll make that own decision, but having the information to, to even know, to ask for that. Always know the pros and cons of whatever it is that you are for or against,
5: you know what I mean? Know why it's good for you. Know why it's a negative or a detriment for you. Just look at whatever you're doing. Definitely. Uh, you know, I think it may be talking about wine is probably a better way to do this because you can definitely make cases to say that if you get something from like the Rhine Valley in Germany, that it, there's a certain, as you're saying, terroir, the, the soil it's grown in is, is what's gonna matter for that versus something from Napa Valley in California.
0: Well, Napa was gonna be the one place I was gonna say you could note as a agricultural place in the United States- And why States is that? than just for wine and it's not even for produce or vegetables like he was talking about at the, at the time.
8: So I think, I think we're really early in cannabis being that like, not even all 50 States are legal yet. Um, or even medicinally. And I think that once these like gates blow open, they're like Spartans. Like we all say like, people are going to be able to tell the difference between like bushweed and like really good premium, like whether it's outdoor, whether it's hydro, whatever it is, it's going to be premium product. Um, I can't speak too much about High Times going public because I don't know too much about like stocks or anything like that. But I think that High Times being just like another brand available, I think it's cool. I think it's good for business to have competition. Um, you know, I'm, I, I used to always be a fan of High Times Magazine. To be honest, I'd probably buy an eighth of High Times weed just to try it out. But I also think that um, like us having this show and things, I, I know personally a few non-cannabis growers that tune into our show. So they're definitely being educated uh on that level and i just think that like uh like if you really want to compare it to like wine and stuff we could do a lot like once the floodgates do open up and people are getting educated they're going to start looking at certain standards so then like as cannabis growers we could be like well let's start like these appalachias and say we don't use such and such pesticides we only use beneficial insects and now we combine and create a co-op and say this is we're going to brand this like this and then people who are into, like, wines and things and understand, like, Appalachias and, like, treatments and things and certain grapes and stuff are going to look into, you know, the, the information is going to start getting out there way more. And I think that any, like, bushweed or, like, overly mass-grown, poor-quality product is going to eventually and, – and, like, like was said, there's going to be the dude that just wants to smoke a joint. And that's cool too. And I think that like there's millions of people in this country and once like the cannabis, like average cannabis user, like takes over the like average alcohol user, which I think will end up happening eventually too. We're talking millions of people as consumers. So let's have, you know, a bunch of competition and let's all like start Appalachias and figure out ways to like draw in our own uh, customers, clients, um, things like that, you know?
0: So two things I had off of that. How much do you think an eight the high times uh, canvas is going to cost? I didn't think about that at 50, all. I'm going to say bucks. plus 40, plus 50. 40, 50. I'm thinking like 80, uh, like cookies.
5: Ooh, trying to get into those Jungle Boy's prices. Huh?
0: You've got to bet that they're going to bet on the name and, you know, go for I a God, pre- you better deliver thing. then, man. When you crack open that can, it better be some fucking money.
5: Those it's other brands good. don't
4: really deliver. That's true. When you set a price, you can never really uh, go up from that. So they'll probably come in high and go low if they have to. Not called low times. It's called high times.
0: Oh, and then I was going to say, like with your labeling thing, I think it's starting to become a thing, Red, with the uh, extracts. So like live rosin or live resin. People know that that's worth a little bit more than cured. And uh, you see that on the dispensary. Um, I think you're going to start to see that for flour as well.
4: Or like we do that, even as a grower, we've done that, you know, we got our own packaging. So that's one way to get our label out. So, even though I'm scared of it. I still have it sitting here. It's been ISO'd, but it came from China.
8: I was just going to comment on that. I really like the uh, the, the, the way it's all put together. I like the color of it and everything. It's really nice. Yeah,
4: there's multiple colors. This is just the blue one. I think there's a white one and I don't know what a, the other one. I think there's a black one too. Tell Matt that I'm going to need to get one of those so I can see what it's like.
6: <laughs> so,
1: I, I feel like I need a pedestal for this one, but uh, I've, I got to say this. All of us, like I was saying, the forum and the We WeTube community, the people that are unplugged from the Matrix, it's up to us when we're at, say, family gatherings or friend gatherings once this is all over. And, like, say your aunt breaks out a vape pen or whatever, Go up to her and talk to her about, ask her, do you know where that came from? Do you know how that was grown? Do you understand the difference between organic and synthetic? Do you understand what happens when neem oil is sprayed on a plant, then extracted? stuff like that. It's up to us, because if we don't, other people are not gonna, they're not gonna research that. And eventually that craft cannabis will get pushed out of the market completely by commercial and nobody will ever know the difference.
8: It's funny, dude, because I'm that guy when nobody breaks out of bait pen. (laughs) I just start going.
5: (laughs) We've talked about this. We have. We've talked about this on the late sessions. Don't be that
6: guy. I'm the brochure guy. You like the meme that's like the vegan, the brochure guy. (laughs) Good times. Good times. Um, What does everyone have going on in their garden? I just started flowers, so I don't have
0: anything really to talk about. I took a shitload of clones, though. What did you take clones of? All of that stuff. So What's sun- in your flower room? Sunshine and Haze, Uh, Orange Kush Cake, Crescendo, Citro Glue, Death Star. Lots of stuff. I'm still running like 12 or more strains. So I have clones of all kinds of shit. You thinned it down then. Didn't you have yeah, 16, I think? Yeah, I thinned it down. I had 18 at one point. I'll follow behind you.
5: I am popping some marmalade seeds from Eagle. And I also am popping that one blueberry headband that I got from him. I have some GG4 and Skunk 1 and Veg. And I still have to take clones off of my plants and flower where I've got the Sour Melon by Mantis in there. I've got the headlights that Spartan gifted as well as his Spartan glue,
6: uh, Keweenaw, and a couple of ABOGs in there. I got a remodel going that I got to start tomorrow and
1: convert my other two tents into Frugal force Builds. My, uh, my easy swap pot should be here. It's going to be a good time. And I'm also, I figured out what I was going to do for my lighting in there because I I want I don't want to like buy anything crazy right now. So what I was going to do, and I've talked about it in the past, is I filled my 4 by 2s with the girl mouse pucks. I only need three of those pucks in there compared to the four. So what I'm going to do is take one puck out of each one of those rooms, and uh, get a new driver. And I'm gonna set that up in between my cannons. And I feel like that should give me the coverage that I'm wanting rather than just trying to grow minimalist in there. It's gonna be a fun day.
2: Yeah, I think in uh, my little four by two tent, probably gonna put up a scrog net next time we're in the garden and uh, get them ready Plan
1: is to flip on the first. Yeah, we're gonna have to flip Burton and the uh, uh, the pineapple canes. It's there, it's gonna blow out. There's no way I can wait a month to flip that one. So it's gonna be a good time.
6: I'm excited, yeah, for man.
4: Pineapple cane, man. That picture that Manis put up was fucking incredible looking. Those the sour melon that. is starting to take off too from Manis, man.
1: That'll be your biggest yielder, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. It just keeps on going. Oh, look, dude,
5: the skunk number one is the one that's like beast big. You know, if I was talking to Miss C the other day because she put that awesome big-ass paw print picture
1: of the skunk one you guys have, and I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, we're letting her, the one that's in her tent's so a little bit bigger than we flipped it before because like I said, uh, if you don't let it get big enough before you flip, You're only getting like two and a half ounces off that thing.
2: I topped it, but I had to like cut it in half. So it would be even with the other
1: plants. You know what I did
5: to mine and I'll recommend is when I was in like middle veg, I like stripped the fuck out of it, you know, because it gets really, really dense and it comes back and it comes back super, super nice. So don't be afraid to rip into her. Yeah.
4: I've got a sour melon and flower right now that's getting ready to be put in the darkness and then harvested where it was just like completely, the the abolished OG just completely like laid on her and just completely like beat her up. So she's really only got two like main stalks that go up and then there's just big massive colas on just two little like sticks. It's ridiculous looking, but uh, I can't wait to just, it doesn't look like it's got, doesn't look like it's even close to harvest yet, but I don't know, I'm gonna have to get in there with a scope and see, because it's, man, I think I'm pushing, in, I'm in the 60s now, but we'll see. I think I'll be getting close to 70 if I don't start taking her down pretty quick. But who knows, I, I've got time. I'll let her, let her flower out, see what she
1: does. Yeah, you can pick, it'll out. go all the way to 85 if you let it, but it'll be ready. Oh, what? The sour bad. melon can? Oh <laughs> yeah, that sour melon will just keep going. <laughs> Is it better at 85? I don't think so that's when uh, my little brother likes to take it is in the high 80s and I just think it's missing a little bit of the turf profile that I like in it. yeah that's 12 weeks I was
2: gonna say his reasoning is he said he thinks it's more of like it gives it more of that upper like sativa effect so and he likes to let it go really
1: long and that 10 days is like another probably two ounces on the plant too
7: Alex Spider was just saying the similar thing about the 9-pound hammer cut he has, which is a green cut like I have sequence, and he was running his till, I believe it was 75, maybe 80 days, and his purpled out, and he said the same thing. It was giving him a sativa effect at that point, which is not what you're going to get from, like, right, I always hover mine right around 50, 52, somewhere early in there. And uh, that's not the effect you're going to get at that point. You're going to be, it's a nighttime sleep at that point. So
0: uh, now I'm curious to r- let my go a little bit longer. I can let it go like 65 or 70 days. See how that goes. I thought you were going to say 63 is a harvest window for that anyway. I harvest most of my plants at about 63 days. But um, some of them I let go, like, 67 days. And now I have GMO, so that goes long. That's going to be 84 days. 77 days. I would say 77, yeah. That's not bad. I did my homework. Well, that's nice when you get
5: something from somebody that's ran it like this as a cut. You can get the information from them and then, you know, kind of plot a course on what you're going to try to do with it in your garden
0: i was surprised to know that gmo has been around so long so like the original cut was taken in like 2003 or something
6: what yeah
0: holy shit no i've never heard that one yeah when you look up the lineage the cut's been around for a long time
6: red are you ready to tell us a campfire story yet yeah man put right here so
8: in late flower I have Rainbow Driver, which I'm really excited for. Grape Glee. You know, I talk about that a bunch of times. Um, you guys should check out some of our other uh, Bro Show Live episodes where I talk about that. What I talk about is what I'm about to put into Late Veg, which is um, strawberries and cream, which I haven't flowered out at my um, production facility yet. I've only tested, test ran it and picked a keeper. So I'm really excited. That's an uh, exotic genetic strawberries and cream. So I'm really excited about that one. Uh, and then here's for the campfire story. So since I have a face for radio, um, I got an awesome opportunity to be the, uh, the voice for the, um, what is it? Phone selection service prompts, like basically voice prompts for new standard. So, uh, when new standard opens up, if you give those guys a call, uh, to try to figure out either their business hours or anything, we get to hear you, you get to hear me. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So I, I highly suggest everybody once New Standard opens up in the next couple of weeks, uh, they're gonna be opening up, uh, definitely taking care of the essentials with uh, curbside pickup for starters until we can get through this. But yeah, man, it's gonna be really cool. I am. So that's that's a big campfire Dude, story there.
5: Hell yeah, man, that's hey. a sweet gig.
8: <laughs> yeah, helping help a good friend out, you know, for sure.
6: I'm gonna have some fun with that uh, automated machine. Eagle, what do you have going right now? Uh, pretty much the same stuff I've been running. I have let things go
7: back a little bit to make some more room for the beautiful loser. I want to work that out a little bit better. Uh, we're a little bit late. If we were to ask, you know, 20 minutes ago, I would have showed you guys back here what's about coming down in the LED tent. That's, uh, you know, Dominatrix, the Primal Punch. Beautiful losers in there. Wow, there's some insane. There's a bunch of stuff in the LED side. Uh, over here, when this flips on, we got some uh, pine valleys that is midway and a bunch of stuff over here. Still working on this scrog, and I think I've got a Challenger Deep. Nope, Beard on Fire back here that's uh, about collapsed on itself. And then right the bent-over right plant right there. Oh, the bed. This is the insane membrane that uh, episode one that we were talking about that was four feet in that uh, three gallon pot. And it was still, you know, bendable. So I decided to bend that bitch right over to the cocoa. And every branch that was bendable right down to <laughs> right down to the cocoa, you know, out it there into a uh, 12 and a half gallon air pot. And we're going to let it beds a little bit longer right here and then probably scrog it out and flower
8: it. Eagle, can I just admire the fact that you get to sit and kick it and bullshit with us sitting next to all those awesome plants? You're just hanging out with your plants right now, and I think that's awesome.
0: I love this spot.
6: I love this spot. I, I would like that spot too. Hell yeah. And then you work out down there too. When they get the extra CO2, you're full of hot air, man. That eagle HVAC, man. That one plant's gonna be a monster. The one that's bent
0: down like that, especially if you're gonna keep fetching it.
7: Well, like I was showing you guys earlier, I'll cut it because you guys probably can't see it. Uh, Yeah, mainline. That's the
0: insane,
7: and uh, (sighs) we see my steps right here. Now, keep in mind, I cut a foot off this thing before while wow, it's hard listening. I showed this to uh Steel Bowl last night. This here stem. <laughs> I'd say there's ball.
0: Like five and a half feet.
7: Yeah, something like that. Easy.
0: Oh, uh, that's just you know
7: that's from the ground that's not the pot or nothing and I took a foot off it. Dude that's
5: like officially if it just had some more uh, weight to where you could make a big ass Mendo dope microphone fucking stand out of that shit man.
4: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
7: I was thinking about uh, letting it dry out and using it for a steak.
0: Strain canes, if it was a little thicker. Strain canes are super cool. Shredder asks, how tall is Eagle?
6: I am 5'9",
7: pushing maybe
0: 5'10". I'll go link to your Farmers Only.
7: Look for one spot you won't find me. You hit it. God damn it. Found that, it secret,
5: found that secret Eagle account. Now I got work to do. Now I got work to do. <laughs> Update my profiling. God damn it, sequence.
4: Hey, shout out to Dankman420 in chat. He said you can use that as a fishing pole, Eagle. There you go. we got you a fishing pole, your survival fishing pole, man.
5: Survival fishing pole is a good idea. Holy shit, They he's saying in the chat, he says, okay, taller than I thought. He was trying to put you on some Sylvester Stallone type shit with little fucking heeled boots and shit, I guess. Who's when the drew- other
7: one uh- Tom
0: something. Oh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise rapper. Yeah, he's Jr. a shelf He's like
3: 80.
6: Milk Crate Cruise. Milk no, Crate Cruise. I think I'm the short one out of the group, to be honest. Yeah, that's know, the shortest The red is short. Feet. Five feet,
0: is that what you said?
8: <laughs> no, I'm 5'8. Five, 5'8, eight.
0: Five, eight. okay
7: damn that makes me feel a little right better right because when i stand next to these tall fuckers man i do i do feel like the short one I'm all torso this,
5: though everybody else is a sequoia right i'm all torso he says
3: dude dink man says that's his social distance stick Use said for that eagle
5: can I'm with it or do you want in the <laughs> indian way where you're slashing people with it
3: Dude, have you seen yeah, those just videos from India where it. they, like, beating people just, with
4: it? Yeah, those dudes on those mopeds, taking a motherfucking lesson, Those are just, Man. like, no fucks given. they out there beating the fuck out of them. I'm Like, what in the hell is going on? I love that the guys are trying time. to hurry, so they just yeah. hit them faster. That nah, doesn't matter. The guys are trying to reason with these guys that are beating them, and the guys just keep beating them. Well, it, <laughs> like that they don't one dude's taking down. it in the back until he gets hit in the back of his hand, and then he looks at the cop like, oh,
5: you
6: fucking douche. Oh, it's so How funny. How am I supposed to rev my way out of here now? The guy's try to pick up their sandals. Getting beat with a stick.
4: The Spartans crying.
0: It's not so have funny been out.
6: <laughs>
8: it's
4: so funny, though. Did they? Shouldn't have been out. I just keep seeing the one guy trying to fucking spin out, man. The wheel's just spinning out. He's going nowhere. Just getting beat the whole time.
6: <laughs> Shouldn't have been out.
3: It is funny because it does seem like the harder that people try to get away, the harder they hit them. You
6: know what I mean? It's like yeah, definitely. They're like obviously making an effort to like fucking leave, and they're just like beating the shit out of them. Take these thrashings. I'm fucking
0: dead.
5: Miss C doesn't want to laugh, but she's down there laughing too. She was trying to be the classy one.
0: So I looked up GMO, that cut came from, uh, and started in 2013, not
6: 2000. There we go. So I was there misremembering, we go.
0: but it's a long time, seven years.
6: I remember being blown away by how long it had been around. I'm not gonna lie guys, uh, and, and everybody, gals, I'm not gonna be gender specific, but uh, I'm pretty
8: ripped right now smoking this blueberry. It's almost like I've had a tolerance break this week because uh, (laughs) I've only been taking like a couple tokes here and there and just being so anxious all week and kind of short of breath. But man, I'm ripped off this blueberry. Anyway, that's just my quick sidebar.
0: I just Uh, wanted to show some of the plants while we were on the stream. So this is Smiley's plants. Crystal healing. You know, bigger ones and smaller ones. He does have the crystals going in there. Plants well, look really healthy
4: though. Got that crystal tech, man. You can't beat that crystal tech. They're worth be for the crystals. It's cheating.
0: Yeah. Too Here's much power. Swap. Oh, easy swap. Uh, resharing them. Here's Dros' page 10 hours ago.
4: Those look really nice and healthy. Shout out Dros. Got a little bit. Little, little bit of uh, needs a little bit of nitrogen or something. Looks like. Or you're there, a little bit of light at the bottom. I'd probably pull those leaves off anyway, though.
0: Showing under the pots there, these ones. I think they just need transplanted and then they'll be good.
5: Well, we talked about that and it was potentially not, or you wouldn't have to transplant. You could grow right through those. Remember Sparky?
4: Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Drop or them or just
0: right
4: See that worm right there? Yeah, that's cool. I'll just take them leaves right off. You should lollipop this early. Just get rid of them. Well, those are the very beginning leaves too. Those cotyledon leaves are still on. I'd pull them off too. You don't want to give the pest anywhere to take hold, get rid of those bottom leaves. And when you have worms, you want to give them the food anyway, so drop that shit to the dirt. Man, you know, those that's look work. nice. Man, who's is this? This looks nice. I like the- That's I- Tommy Trichomes. Yeah, out Tommy Trichomes. Oh yeah, I recognize. So he it.
0: said uh, he gave me a tip on this. He uses the radical bags, but flipped inside out, so they're easier to clean. Seems are on the outside that way. Those yeah. are like
4: made out of PVC too, or something. They're the really nice bags. So these,
0: you'll see that these are inside out. You did that on. What's purpose. he got around the
4: stem? What's that? Is that like a tangaroo? What is that? It looks that? like some sort of a
0: tag. They're, well, probably plant tags. So it's plant
3: probably tags. a name tag. I prefer having my name tags on my plants, too, rather than the stakes. Because then if like... How cats do you do yours, over, your cats get up. Um, When I clone in Rockwell, I just write the name on there. Or if not, then I use stakes. But I'm going to try to figure out a way to put tags on them like that. Because I like this it was better uh, there. One attached week. to the plant.
4: Wow, that's, a, that's huge. One week. <clears throat> I love that Shout
0: out second. to High and Tight 420 for that. It says second place. <laughs> so their other plant says first place.
4: Here's the bulldog. Uh-oh. Does that audio share? Smiley was talking about this at the Frugal Force, about how he always... Uh, no, I don't hear the audio. Okay, good. But he was talking to Frugal Force about... Um, this, um, these updates specifically, he really likes seeing the bulldog in there.
0: Uh, yeah, Stinky, the folded pots, the easy swap pots do work really good. You see in a lot of these, that those plants are bigger than the other plants. Yeah, I started
1: two weeks ahead of a people and the people like that started the in the easy swap pots are kicking my butt.
4: These look healthy. Look at the stones in the, in the drip trays. I like that, elevates yeah. the pots. Gets a little more air now you get getting air underneath the root zone too that's fucking nice it's a good video GB Farms 2019 so that's a nice video too I like how he went through it all the way around that was nice nice smooth pan there's Tara three days ago Tara doing transplant
0: yeah
5: nice and this is her first time growing so it's really exciting for her and it's great for us to
0: see that you know look
5: and at those roots
4: Yeah, white they were that's good tara yeah. that's not in the middle sorry they'll be all right Doosh, she says <laughs> oh
0: she's got gnomes in there with them
4: oh that's a her, secret Her plant has got gnomies i got a i got a gnome very similar to that one with the blue hat but mine's got a green one
0: These are terrors again.
1: I uh, like the frogs. <laughs> they had a living frog in my grill for quite a few months there a few years ago. That was cool. That was last year. But there's been more than one frog.
6: Michigan I don't know how
1: get there. Huh? Is it Michigan J Frog? It's those little those little uh gray, those gray tree frogs or whatever the hell they are. I don't know. They get keepers. in. there.
3: It must get in my AC. Dude, I love the sound of spring peepers. I grew up like on a lake and then on a pond and the noise of them, like fucking, you like have to breathe through it at night because it's like so loud that like, it's a cool thing if you've never been somewhere where there's a shitload of spring peepers. Try to sleep there for a
2: night. Yeah, they're us. like everywhere by us and it's the best to like fall asleep in the summer with the windows cracked.
8: Are those those things? Are those the little frogs that just are everywhere in the grass when it's wet? Okay. I was always wondering what the hell those things were. I go to take my dog for a walk when I'm staying out at the farm, and those fuckers are everywhere. He goes crazy.
0: Yeah, like Smiley said, we'll see who adds decorations now. <laughs> You're on the big screen. Let's see the gnomes and the skulls and the crystals and everything. Gussy up those grows, bedazzle your plants.
3: Dude, I have well, crystals. I'm gonna put in one of my trays just for Smiley as like a side by side, because I have some pretty good ass crystals right now from these bags.
6: The big wand. The big wand. Use it as plant support. Sour Diesel's gonna soak some seeds. What are you gonna soak, Sour Diesel? I prefer my crystals and lightsabers.
0: to get abolished,
6: nodding sagely over there.
0: Yes, my young Padawan, yes.
3: I finally popped my seats today to replace all of my shit that I killed off. So I'm gonna have some Skittles times Trout times Wilson, some of that Maid of Honor from 420, um, some of that Tuscadero from Scapegoat, um, a company called 83 Genetics that had like a cheese and Purple Cheese Haze times Ken, which sounded good. And then some at C99 times Durban. And then um, a Fancy Wheeze from Pigeon's Bugging, which is Cherry Cream Pie times Cindy, 99.
5: That sounds and like a great menu. Oh, about man. all
3: of those coming up in the next 70 days.
5: Cherry Cindy sounds really
0: interesting. It sounds yeah, like I- a good mix.
8: I still so haven't Kate. started my friend run, which includes the grow off seeds, which I really want to get popping. But I was going to try to get my veg lights, but things got weird. So I don't know. I'm hoping I'll be able to still get things popping soon.
5: Spooky camp light weird or just weird?
8: Just weird, man. The whole world got weird.
1: That's <laughs> I I fucking quick. <laughs> I forgot Speaking of to... seeds, I'm finally going to pull the trigger and uh, pop my crosses. The Pele is going to go down, and so is the Abomination. I'm going to do. I want. I think I want to do a set of twelve of both.
5: And what was the Pele again for the cross?
1: That is uh, fire and flames times pineapple sorbet. F two. Doesn't
0: say that's the way you got to do it. You got to pop them in C, man. and see, man. Then you'll, you got to commit twelve. You'll find. Twice. You'll
5: find something in there that is worth. keeping. Oh yeah, sure.
6: Yeah.
0: Can't wait. I have my own seeds. I should pop them and just see, you know. And then the, the other one you said was the
5: abomination, which is the abolished OG crossed with the amnesia haze, right? Yep.
1: That one I've been wary on. I've had it. I've had a, a decent stock of that for a few years and I've just been handing it out to friends and trusted people and all my reports come back female and everybody's had real successful girls with them. So it's time for me to, to actually do it too.
5: So what does that marriage create, basically, in what you've seen?
1: It seems to be the, it gets the OG grease with the amnesia haze, just donkey dick cola. Other than one tester, my, one of my most recent testers, uh, Betty Big Buds, hers came out with a, uh, a more popcorny structure, but that could have very well been the method she grew in, but it was still super, super frosty, so... I'm, I'm even what happy with those best results. And what kind of flavors have you tasted out of it? I haven't got to taste it yet. Everybody that grow or grew it never
5: brought me any. It gets smoked before oh, it's breaking the cardinal fucking
1: rule, man. Yeah. I
2: was about to say everybody It sounds, sounds better so too.
1: <laughs> sounds better. It <laughs> sounds better, Missy. Well, yeah. Every time I see my aunt, for one, she's done it. She's grown it what two, three times now. No,
2: she's grown it mo- like I think she's been growing it at least five times. Yeah. yeah. You know,
5: Balish doesn't mind going in there and just snipping it off too. Like, nope, it's out kind of here. Cut it out of her <laughs> garden. But, yeah, you like <laughs> them
1: apples. I'm super curious. the The amnesia haze had uh, had a really good taste to it, and the effect like it literally had the haze effect. And I think that'll be a good combo with the the THC hog of the OG. Yeah, yeah I've I've been missed, using it. I
2: missed that. I never got to really experience amnesia haze. That was before I joined our garden, so.
0: I had a friend that used to grow amnesia haze. That was like his signature strain. You know, like some growers want to have one, you know. He grew amnesia all the time. Did, did so it work good. for you? Did you like it? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I just, I didn't think that it was worth um, a little bit longer flower time, you know. It was just another thing to me I guess. At another that time. executive decision. That was early on in my smoking career though so I was less cultured back then.
5: It's a dirt wall basement sequence right?
0: Yeah yeah maybe even pre-dirt wall basement sequence.
1: See the thing is as I don't know what to call the amnesia haze in my cross either it's a it's either going to be an S1 or it's some cross pollination from another one because that seed, the seed from the amnesia haze I pulled out of actual amnesia haze bud from uh, Herbal Solutions and popped that. And that's how I got my amnesia haze. And then that ended up herming and pollinating all my stuff in late flower. And that's how I got the abomination. So I've been, I guess I'm just just gonna call it bag seed because I don't know if it's S1 or not.
0: Yeah, who knows, you know, but um, you'll know when you grow with it some you know, and you've had other people grow with it and it seems stable to them. So if it's stable, it might be just fine. Like GG4 is a Herm accident, you know. Um, Girl Scout cookie is a bag seed. There's m- multiple stories of that around. Like Girl Scout cookie will Herm if you breed it with more Girl Scout cookie plants, you know.
1: But the you Hermes can acknowledge that. Head. I let it dry out too much and it hermed down me. Because I grew it a before that it's yeah. environmental stress
4: speaking of uh speaking of herms i had my first herm in a long time and it was my spartan glue and i've never seen a herm in oh. all the years i had but i tracked down the source was the uh i've been playing with that raging kush uh app and had the light cycle off it was off by like a half hour but that was enough to make that spartan glue herm out i was noticing when i looked at it i saw a little ball sack starting to form and i'm probably week four in flower let me see week day 30 what am i on yeah day 33 34 something like that and so i just went through meticulously and, and popped them all off but i didn't even think in my head to pull that plant out like i would if i saw it on any other plant as soon as i saw it on the spartan glue i was like I kind of hope some of these fucking opened up. <laughs> I kind of hope I get a few seeds in any of these, you know, in this run, because that's my favorite, you know, in the in the room. So if I got a cross, I, I might have some some pretty sweet crosses <laughs> in you my ever... own eyes anyway. Who knows? Because I had blue Cough sitting in there pretty close by. Uh, a Spartan blue, blue cough would be nice. Uh, Crescendo is right next to it. Ooh, so yeah. uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. Have you ever yeah, thought of know, a... Man getting like STS and reversing the Spartan glue. Oh, I I always think about that, you know, dream about that, but that's like one more thing that I don't have do time it. for. Do it. I just don't have time. Or space oh, you got or, time now. Or, or, exactly. or, or, no, no, I don't, not yet. <laughs> or most importantly, plant count. I don't have plant count either. I mean, when you start, start yeah. like projects, if you want to do it right, you want to, like you said, you want to pop 10, you want to pop 12 at least you know, if if you're really wanting to be serious about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, guys. It's 1054, so we can roll around and do final shout-outs if anyone doesn't have anything else they want to say. Does anyone have anything smart they want to say? No? Good. Canna Kate, where can everyone find you? And we'll get out of this biatch. Um, you can find me here on
3: Sunday night and on instagram at the panicate and on discord sometimes um although i haven't really chatted a lot in there recently i appreciate that's come out and watch tonight and all the people in chat and all of you guys uh it was nice to hang out and chat about good stuff for a while
0: amen to that spartan where can everyone find you bro
4: everybody can find me on instagram at spartan grown or right here on Michigan Bro's Grow Show on YouTube. I want to shout out John Boy in chat. It's coming, coming in right at the end, even there at the end he still came in, popped in, said something in chat. Thanks for the engagement, bro. We appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, home, man, buddy?
1: Abolished in Miss C. Abolished uh, Farms, and finally, mostly on Instagram and wherever you see Michigan Bro Girls Productions.
2: I'm on Instagram at Miss Cantaloupe.
1: And uh, may the proof of course be with you. Oh, he
0: did the Spock hand. He called us grow bros again, Scobo. I know. You not have to smack him. I know. Eagle, there where is. can we find you, bro? Find me
7: here Sunday nights, of course. And now I guess you can find me weeknights 1130 on my channel. That's be much talking better. Shit. Talking shit with God knows whoever
0: whoever hopefully
7: more you guys and you never know who will pop in so uh please check that out i'd greatly appreciate it Thank
0: definitely check that. out my Dude, show Plug that it's the best one
5: yeah. he told us we can crash his show too if we uh are watching along and we want to crash into his shit. so we all 100% have percent.
0: absolutely sick sick we all have time now so you might you might catch us every now and again all uh, right where on we... yeah definitely Red hung in there the whole time.
8: I made it, guys. Uh, You can find me right here around the campfire on the Michigan Bro Show, uh, YouTube, and on Instagram at Red Setter Farm. Peace out, everybody. I want to give an awesome shout out to New Standard and also Miss Red and DOG were sitting here hanging out with me and all of you guys the whole time. So cheers to everybody. And chat, sorry I couldn't engage. Uh, I'm just kind of on my phone right now. So peace out, everybody. Thanks Hopefully we in.
0: made uh, Miss Red laugh in your time of
4: no power over there. She
8: was loving it, man. She's you hear her giggling right now. Very entertaining. She's perfect. perfect.
4: Hey, Stinky Colas in the chat was asking, is this late the late show you guys are doing is it gonna be streamed live? No. Okay. No. We're gonna record
5: it and drop it on Monday. So I don't know. We don't know how to do that part yet. I don't know.
0: We'll see.
3: Is Eagles?
0: Mine's live every. Eagles day. is live. Yeah. Yeah, Eagle's uh, 1130 live every night on his podcast or on his YouTube channel.
5: We're trying to make extra content because we know that, you know, (laughs) hey, we all got more time to watch more shit. So that's why I hang out together.
1: And the late session's got a makeup artist on budget. They like to get
6: pretty before the show.
0: Nice. See that look. (laughs) Missy's looking pretty already. Balish is looking pretty too. He's all cleaned up. Scoble, you got anything uh, you wanna add here? I would like to add that I
5: enjoyed my time that I got to do with Eagle on his show. I'm looking forward to doing a late sesh with Ms. Cantaloupe. And I'm really kind of bummed because Red probably doesn't have the battery to go all in with us on that. We'll see what happens. But uh, it's been another great week. I'm Scoble1 on Instagram, Scoble17 on YouTube.
0: And uh, we'll catch you guys back here next week. Thanks, man. Um, Thank you, everyone, for watching the show. You can look forward to more of this same show going forward. And uh, Abolished and I are going to start maybe streaming some video game stuff on the channel. So if that strikes anybody's fancy, uh, please let us know. Um, We've got some cool things that we're thinking about doing. So, um, stay tuned. Thanks again to our patrons, Dankman, Dan and Tara. This this show. Um, have a good night.